Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing brought to you at 8am every single morning here on New Zealand Sport Radio. And in news today, we have Ollie White trying to save coach Black Caps tour to of Ireland in doubt, really? Um, NRL gets green lights for competition starts. Irish greats backs aligned season and back to the future for the NFL. I'm Paul, your host today. I'm going to hand you over straight away to Stephen from the Deep South, who will take us through our football news. Yes, good morning, everyone. And it's a big news in football news today. It's a big day. And I'll be honest, get the tissues ready because it's not all sunshine and buttercups. But in the football news, you need to know we've got um, the power of the letter um, maybe coming to fruition yet again. Yes, it's uh, Football New Zealand we go to again first. And this time it's the Ollie Whites, the New Zealand under 23 side whose coaching staff, including the successful manager Des Buckingham, who have been stood down following the inability to obviously train or play matches. Now, the Ollie Whites have already qualified for the Olympics this year, well, it should have been this year, uh, went after the team. After that is when Buckingham's contract was to expire. Now, with the Olympics obviously being moved to next year, potentially, there is fear that he'll be let go without leading the team to the Olympics that he qualified them for. And the players are not happy, and they've taken the dramatic step of pen to paper and writing a letter to New Zealand football in the hope of keeping the group together. The players have described the decision as disappointing and has made them concerned if Buckingham's role is in jeopardy. New Zealand football have said they cannot comment on individuals' employment matters and they chose not to comment as if they've received funding from the government for their coaches. And that is, I'm sure, something we will hear more of in the coming days from both sides of that party. Moving on, we go across to Wales and its two-time Welsh champions, Rule FC, that are set to become the first club to close down as a result of the financial pressures from COVID-19. Formed in 19, oh, 1878, Rule FC won the Welsh Premier League in 2004 and 2009, even earning themselves a Champions League qualification spot. The lack of income and issues with the ground owners has ultimately caused them to ceasing all activity. Sad time in Wales, but watch out for them to be a special project for you guys, for any of you out there that play football manager. Uh, that'll be a special one to revive the clubs from Wales. 
Paul won't get that reference at all. Moving on to the European teams in the top flight football in the Netherlands. The Euro Divis is set to or likely to be cancelled now after major events banned in the country has been extended till the 1st of September. Wow, a long time will go away. Uh, the Dutch governing body KNVB will consult UEFA before making the final decision but intends to play no more matches this season. Ajax were leading the table after 26 games there. Now, finally, we've got a really interesting, not problem, but a really good one for Ireland, where small crowds that were once a curse for teams may now be seen as a blessing. And it's as Ireland with the FIA in interim CEO, Gary Owens, is seeking clarity from the Irish government, who set about new proposals on Tuesday to ban gatherings of now only above 5,000 people until the end of August, which means the League of Ireland, which is typically low crowd numbers, could be set to continue. With these new guidelines, they plan to move instead their internationals to after that into September, a couple months earlier than they are ex expected to get those underway. So, you know, no crowd, no problem in Ireland at all. That is it from Football for Me. Enjoy it, everyone, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you very much, Stephen, for your updates on the uh, the football. And it appears that less is more, something we've been told by a lot of sports recently. Um, there for Ireland. Now, um, you might see that I'm wearing a New Zealand Black Caps jersey today. And it, oh, yes, Paul, you're the rugby guy. Yes, I am the rugby guy. But today um, at 8 p.m., we'll be having our first cricket um, focused show called Swinging from the Hips. Well, that's our working title. We may change in a few months. But um, Ashwin will be hosting that at 8 p.m. today with, um, and you've got uh, some a kind of celebrity to join us on, on, the, on the show. Yeah, I was going to say, look, so um, join me tonight, as Paul says, at 8 p.m. where I'll be hosting the our first ever cricket show. And, and joining me will be um, former Black Cap, Taryn Nathula. And uh, obviously bringing his years of experience in um, international and domestic cricket. And um, also joining us will be the man in the stand and on the couch and uh, absolute cricket nut is uh, Rohit Ranchod. And uh, we'll discuss all things cricket. So um, really looking forward to bringing that, the first episode of our show tonight. Um, swinging from the hip. I believe we've called it. <laughs> so anyway, it, but coming back to sports news and, um, and and island sports news by the looks of it, but uh, Cricket Island says that it's highly unlikely the Backcaps tour to Ireland will go ahead as planned in June. The tour was set up for three ODIs and three T20s, but with the current pandemic going on, yeah, I don't think that's likely to go ahead. Oh, just getting a bit of feedback there. Advice from the UK government will be taken in the decision-making process. But with the high infection rate and death rate that's going on in Ireland, would the black cap players really want to go there? Be akin to going to Pakistan after a bomb went off there quite a few years ago. And in other news, England all-rounder happy with quarantine for play. Chris Wokes has said that players would be prepared to quarantine themselves if that meant that they could get some international cricket happening again. He says three to four weeks is quite doable as a quarantine period. It has also been revealed last week that England is looking at finding some, a small group of venues which are biosecure, basically meaning that they can quarantine the players as well as have no crowds there uh, assembling. This is in line with our story yesterday, which Cricket Australia and BCCI working to have uh, Adelaide Oval is uh, a biosecure venue where they can play the games without any crowds, but there's also a hotel where the players can stay and quarantine themselves. 
Moving on to India, and Sir Ganguly, who's the BCCI president, doesn't believe that cricket will have happen anytime soon in India. Adding to those thoughts is Harbhajan Singh. He said that, imagine, how could you have cricket happening in India when you have, um, well, sorry, just lost my, my place here, but basically trying to maintain social distancing with fans always congregating outside of airports, outside of hotels, and outside of the cricket grounds. So that's going to be pretty difficult to have cricket go get underway in India when you've still got the crowds turning up and maintaining social distancing. And as mentioned in yesterday's news, the ICC and heads of cricket will be meeting today to look at the scenario of cricket or the, the view of cricket post-lockdown. Things that will be on the table will be moving the IPL to October, which would mean moving the T20 World Cup to February 2021, which would then bring into question when do they play the women's 50-over World Cup that is also planned for February 2021. So, Paul, that's what we've got in our cricket sports news today. And as I said at the top of the uh, briefing, join us tonight, 8, eight o'clock, and we will be discussing cricket with Turin and Rohit. And um, join us in the chat room and bring us what you think we need to talk about or any other questions that you might have. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Ashwin. And uh, yeah, it's not surprising that cricket is one of the ones that would be happy, well, cricketers would be happy with isolation. Let's be honest, when they go on tour, they're probably the best uh, equipped or most ex experienced at having, be, being sort of away from home uh, for, for long times. For the, for yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Paul. I mean, when you think about, especially um, you, you look at sort of the Ashes tours are probably a brilliant example. You got five, generally you got five test matches. They'll play some one days. These days they'll obviously have the T20s running. They can be away for two, two and a half months. So to, to be away um, and locked into a team environment for a long period is something that cricket players are actually quite used to. Yep, exactly. Um, let's hand over to Stephen, who will take us through our birthdays for today. Thank you, Paul, and uh, good morning, everybody. This morning in birthdays, a controversial league player and coach, a cricket international for both Australia and New Zealand, and a rugby league legend. And that's exactly where we're going to start this morning. Olsen Filipina is a former professional rugby league footballer who represented both New Zealand and Western Samoa. Filipina, who played 26 tests for the Kiwis between 1977 and 1986, started his career with the Mangere East Hawks in the Auckland Rugby League competition, moving to Sydney in 1980, joining the Balmain Tigers. He spent five seasons at the club, playing in 77 games and amassing 225 points. After a one-year spell with the Eastern Suburbs Roosters in 1985, Filipina played for two years with the North Sydney Bears. Go the Bears. Used to be my team back in the day. In his final year, in 1988, he captained at Western Samoa in the Pacific Cup. Olsen Orekawa Filipina, born this day on the 23rd of April 1957. Olsen is 63 today. Luke Ronke is a New Zealand cricket coach and former cricketer. He represented both Australia and New Zealand national teams in international cricket. Ronke is the only player to have played for both Australia and New Zealand in cricketing history and was part of the New Zealand World Cup side that finished runners-up in the 2015 
Cricket World Cup, yeah, a bit of a theme running that runner-up thing or bridesmaids. Uh, Luke Ronke born this day on the 23rd of April 1981 in Danny Luke is uh, 39 today. And finally, David Kidwell is a former professional rugby league coach and player. He primarily played as a second row, though he started his career as a centre. Kidwell played for five for five NRL clubs throughout his career as well as a stint in the middle of his time in the NRL with Warrington Wolves in the English Super League. Kidwell started his premier coaching career as an assistant coach at the Melbourne Storm before being picked as the role as the New Zealand Kiwis coach in 2016. David Kidwell, born this day on the 23rd of April 1977 in Christchurch. David is 43 today. A very controversial player and coach, on and uh, off the field. Had that uh, short, unmemorable stint, unfortunately, uh, uh, with the Kiwis uh, a couple of seasons back and was uh, uh, quickly moved on. But uh, from what I believe, he's, he's bounced back. I'm not entirely sure who he's coaching at the moment, but good to see that he's landed on his feet. And it is his birthday today. And happy birthday to them all. And hopefully they have a nice birthday cake in their lockdown um, today. Moving on to rugby news and uh, the Gallagher Premiership has announced that they're planning on returning, or not announced, sorry, uh, uh, it's come out, they're planning on returning on the weekend of the 3rd to the 5th of July. Um, and that gonna, they're going to need to have midweek games to try and fit the season in uh, so that they can have a final, ideally on the 15th of August at Twickenham, if it is available. They will also look at potentially hosting both the Premiership final and also the Premiership Cup final on the same day, as long as teams, as long as the two teams weren't involved in, sorry, as long as one team wasn't involved in both, um, the uh, those plans obviously would have to be would have to work, work within government guidelines. And um, they have said they wouldn't be buying testing kits via private routes. They don't want to take anything away, any resources away that the public might need. Um, so obviously, it would have to be done within those guidelines. They also haven't talked to talk to the RFU yet, who own Twickenham, um, to see whether they can actually even use Twickenham. So um, you'd think there would actually be more communication going on between the clubs and the unions. That doesn't really set things up well for us being able to realign the seasons without fallout because Rory Best, the Irish great, has come out and said, from a player's point of view, they would like to have a... So there's a really good opportunity here for them to have a an aligned season um, with maybe the European teams moving their their, their games to the summer to align it with the Southern Hemisphere. Um, now, John O'Connor would be an absolute uh, big fan of that one. He's been trying to campaign for that uh, on on this uh, on driving more for a number of years now, trying to get that. Oh, not from you for, for, for a while now, trying to get that done. But he says that would be good for, from a World Cup point of view. Um, it would mean that they were that uh, the, the players were heading into the World Cup in a better frame, um, and that uh, they are, that the Northern Hemisphere sides are are um, disadvantaged by having to have an off-season before preparing for the Rugby World Cup. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, that uh, an Irish great coming out behind that would help. Um, we'll see what uh, whether authorities can, because we've heard from several sources now that everything is on the table. That brings you up to date with rugby news, and it's going to be interesting to see if Stephen uh, from the far north can keep the Irish theme going with, um, with the league news today. I don't know if I've got the Irish theme going, but I know league fo- league fans in general will be uh, pretty pleased with the uh, news that came out across the wires yesterday. ARL Commissioner Wayne Pierce has confirmed the NRL 
has the green light. So there's a bit of green in there, Paul, from the government to restart on May 28th, with teams set to begin training on May 4th to prepare for the return to play. Pierce, who has been heading up the project, the Polo Innovations Committee, planning the NRL's return, said on Wednesday afternoon that the competition would definitely be up and running by the last week of May. He, he also reiterated that the Telstra Premiership ladder would remain as it was when the competition was suspended on March 23 with all points carried over to the resumption of play. The ARLC Commission met <clears throat> excuse me, on Tuesday before the project Apollo Innovations Committee reconvened on Wednesday to discuss plans for the proposed restart to the Telstra Premiership. What we achieved today was a lot more clarity around the medical process and what those protocols are. <clears throat> we clarified that May 28th is a definite and also confirmed that May 4th is the resumption date for training, Pierce said. What was also confirmed that the competition points that had been earned in the first two rounds will carry over to the extended competition. Everyone is supportive of what we are doing. Everyone is unified into getting back on the field. We feel like we owe it not to just the players and the coaches, but to thousands of staff members at various clubs and associated industries that are out on the unemployment lines too. How the competition will be structured is yet to be formalised, Pierce added. Interesting. That's the main story that's come out of uh, rugby league. The only thing that's probably playing out in my mind, absolutely nothing there or clarity about the Warriors at this stage. So uh, once again, they've been given the green light, but hey, you know, the, you can throw the seeds of doubt. That's all the league news for tomorrow, for today. Beg your pardon, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you very much, Stephen. Um, and last night we had another uh, wonderful edition of Do You Know Sport? The Quiz that brings you the biggest uh, prize around, which is obviously bragging rights. Um, if you would like to join in that, then grab yourself a mate uh, and apply. We have a team from uh, Wellington who are going to be involved next week. So can you take them on a couple of students? So we might get some sensible answers this week rather than the old fogies we've been having in the last couple of weeks. The Moving on to general news uh, and wearing um, New Zealand have come out with guidelines on how to participate in the sport under level three. Essentially, if you have your own boat that isn't in a club, you can take it down uh, and have a row. Um, obviously, follow Rowing New Zealand safety code measures for unsupervised training because motorboats won't be allowed. So but obviously, go check out their website for the full um, details on that. Golf is still waiting for their um, guidelines as to how to return to play. That is expected to come out today. So uh, keep an eye out for that and do check out any job uh, to check out your sports official guidelines before partaking in them, even though we have heard that uh, mountain biking or cycling in general, um, surfing will be allowed under level three. Go check official guidelines out there. COVID has also um, been impacting uh, Luca Jones, our uh, silver medalist in the canoe slalom at the Rio Olympics. This is her first winter in New Zealand in 12 years. Normally, she's over uh, in the Northern Hemisphere uh, training at this time of year or taking part in events. Um, and this will be her first full winter here. So she's going to um, – she has the facilities that are available in Auckland for uh, our absolute first top-notch. Um, but, yeah, training in the cold water, she's going to see whether how much she enjoys that. But this is the kind of impact it's having on um, some of the sports people is, that, yeah, that they normally – 
uh, travel around the world and uh, can uh, and, and don't necessarily have a, ever have a winter or a summer depending on their sport. Um, it's come, uh, Breakers uh, chief has said that he'll still be able to lure American talent even after the NBA have started a new program um, to uh, basically take uh, players out of school uh, and train them in comp uh, rather than having to take the college route. Uh, it, historically, or, uh, the players have gone through the, the, the college route before getting drafted. Uh, then in recent years, the NBL has provided another route for players who come out of school to, uh, to, to, to hone their skills before entering the draft. Now there'll be a third route, which will be through the NBA's um, new uh, program. So, uh, and in that program, they would players would get paid half a million dollars, which is, let's be honest, if you're coming out of school at, uh, at, at 19 or 18 or 19, that's not a bad uh, salary, is it? Let's be honest. So, um, but he's, he's confident that he'll still be able to get top talent down here to New Zealand to play in the NBL. Finally, staying in the States, we have uh, a back to the future feel for the uh, Tampa Bay with um, Ron, sorry, Rob Gronkowski uh, has decided to return, he's come out of retirement to play with Tom Brady down in Tampa. The three-time Super Bowl winner uh, has decided to come out, uh, Ed, who's 30, um, has decided to come out and help the uh, uh, help his mates Tom Brady see whether he can land another ring or another Super Bowl uh, at his new team. So that is going to be an interesting matchup. Obviously, those two players know each other very well and will be able to uh, pass on a lot of knowledge to their teammates. That has you up to news, up to date with all of the important sports news. Don't forget to join us at 8 a.m. every single morning for the morning sports briefing. And uh, thank you, Steve, Stephen and Ashwin for joining me today. Stay safe, folks, uh, and uh, keep in your bubble. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.